Welcome to Blue Bloods College Game Time. A true blue pod production. Quarterback draw. He's got running room. And a first down. Watch out. He's got getaway speed. Touchdown. That game on last night had me sweating. I couldn't believe it. It was college game time. A couple of blue bloods out competing. College game day Saturdays. Big time players making plays. All I really need is another weekend full of back to back games. Just me and my friends, man. I love college. College football. I love March Madness. Yes, sir. Welcome to a special episode of the Blue Bloods College Game Time Podcast. We've got a special guest on tonight, Mr. Malcolm Hill, former Rice Owl, was a defensive back. He's got some great insight. Here we go. I love college. All right, we got our boy Malcolm M. Hill. Malcolm the Hill. Thrill, the the up, real man? deal. What it do? Hey, Malcolm, man, you're a Frisco legend, dog. Legend. He's a legend. Ease up, ease up. (laughs) What's happening, fellas? What's up, man? What's going on, man? Life is good over here, man. Life is good. Can't complain. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to get right into this because one of the things I think that's unique about you that a lot of listeners, even some that know you personally and followed you, whether it was in through high school until your time at Rice or while you were at Rice or even now you coach and you got some other things that Sorry. you're involved in that we're going to uh, let you get into a little bit later in this interview. But one of the kind of more known statistics now that I know a lot of high school coaches use because we're in a day where every parent thinks their kid's going to be the next superstar <laughs> and they're going to go be right. the next big time athlete. Right, and so right. you tend to hear high school coaches use this analogy or use this statistic that says 2%, only 2% of all high school athletes go on to become division one collegiate players. Um, Obviously, B. Holmes, he was a part of that 2%. Um, I like to tell people I was not a part of that 2%, uh, (laughs) but I got really good at using the transfer portal in my undergrad. So that's where I can relate to uh, today's student athlete. But our first question, Malcolm, is when did you personally, like describe the moment in your life, your life as an athlete, and maybe it wasn't even on the field or, I mean, may have been off the field, but describe the moment when you knew that you were a part of that 2%. Man, quite frankly, man, I, I had no idea. I mean, we were just, mm. you know, growing up, me and my brother, dad said, whatever, whatever's in season, that's what you play. Mm-hmm. So any sport that had a ball in it, we was going to ball in it. And uh, quite frankly, when we got to, when we got to high school, I think freshman, sophomore year, I'm at a new school, Liberty had just opened. And That's Frisco Liberty. If you're yep. listening, it's yeah, most Texas. people are familiar with Frisco now because it's one of the fastest growing districts in the country. But Malcolm was there when it was at the very beginnings yeah. of that momentum phase of its growth. And Frisco Liberty, you opened that campus, right? Which, in fact, yep. I'll throw this in there. Frisco Liberty had some breaking news this week when the number one overall recruit oh, yeah. in the state yeah, of Texas, season, right? I mean, right? he's he's number one in Texas now, not just at receiver, right? I mean, he's yeah, he, he like he's so, top receiver in the nation. Yeah. Who was at uh, Frisco Liberty just uh, announced this week that he, um, I think, is foregoing the rest of yeah, his senior year to focus on college. Yeah, I saw that. We don't need I to get that. into all that right now, but I mean, you you were kind of the foundation of that program. Um, cause y'all had a lot of success. So anyways, not to cut you off, but I know nah, we've got nah, some nah. listeners that, yeah. that may make that connection. So no, nah, for sure. For Liberty sure, Red man. Hawk. That's it, man. And so, I mean, just open up a new school, like back then, you know, I know it sounds back then, but a few years ago, it wasn't about like this whole recruiting stuff. Like you just balled to, for the mm. love of the game. Right. And so, uh, one of my teammates, Jay Ajay, who also went to Liberty, right. Um, Cam Brown, we were the the first yeah. three to go, uh, D1. Yeah. Uh, Cam ended up going. He was committed to Minnesota. And uh, I think Coach Coach Cross, I think, got fired. And so that staff left, and he was kind of out of luck and ended up going to Western Kentucky. 
Right. That's right. And, like, Jay committed that. to Jay committed to Boise, man. And we was just like we were just getting offers like, what is this? Like <laughs> we started getting written letters. We didn't know. We didn't know to go to any camps. Yeah. And so the two percent kind of just found us. And, found uh, you. That's awesome. And quite frankly, we just kind of rolled with it and hopefully set the tone for the couple guys. So, so let me ask you us. this. Um, was there a moment, though, whether it was in a game, in a practice, maybe it wasn't even until you got to Rice? Because I don't know if I fully said this in the beginning, but Malcolm was a, a defensive back for the Rice Owls, a conference champion winning defensive back. And we'll get to what your recruiting class did for the Rice football program in a minute. Oh, yeah. But was there a moment when maybe you had – like just a, a different type of confidence. Not that you've ever been short on confidence. Don't get me wrong. Um, but but you, you had a special kind of swag, a special kind of confidence that you played with. But when did you have that moment that you knew like, man, I belong Yeah, I know that. at the Division One level? I think it was, uh, quite frankly, it was after my sophomore year. So mm. uh, crazy, sophomore year, probably the craziest time of my life in high school uh struggling in football got kicked off the basketball team just kind of bad attitude mm. um and then even going to track and uh just kind of being selfish so like mm. uh coach miller shout out to coach miller he changed my life man just kicked me off the team and i had to get back Jimmy. to work yeah let's yeah, go miller, man, like, he's out in west texas right now i don't know if you know that yeah i think he's at uh roosevelt love roosevelt mm -hmm. okay and mm -hmm. so um, in fact, like he had even even after being kicked off, man, he still asked me to come out there and coach with him, mm. uh, which is like I said, a man changed my life because not getting kicked off that team and him allowing me to go on with the bad attitude, talking to coaches, disrespecting teammates the way I was not the best fit. So um, I knew that right after that, um, my life had to change as far as my attitude towards the game. Mm. Like I was taking it for granted. You know, I was going off of talent and uh, I never really put in work. And when you play whatever's in season, um, it's kind of hard to like lock in and right. understand that the off season is where you get better. Mm. And so I had, for the first time in my life, I was in off season. And uh, I remember Coach Z, he was uh, welcoming me with open arms. That was <laughs> your head that. high school football coach. Yep. Yeah. Coach Zimmerman. So he Coach Miller Springs. was your head basketball coach and Coach Z was your head football yep. coach. Just making sure yep. all our listeners are following. Yeah, so no go, go ahead. No doubt. And so, uh, he told me this is how it's going to go. We're going to put in work. And uh, I don't want to hear any complaining. You're not going to make any excuses. It's not going to be me versus the team. It is you're just a part of this one body. And so mm. kind of bought into it, man. Not even kind of. I, I didn't have a choice. This is all I wanted to do. And so from that point on, the work, man, was put in. You didn't have to, I didn't look back. It, it kind of sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like really you're just as a story of you just stayed the course. Like oh, once God. you bought in, you just stayed the course. And it's mm -hmm. not that you had like this one moment of validation. It was more of just by continuing to put your nose to the grind, you gained your incremental confidence that you needed for whatever that next step would be, whether it was yeah, a playoff sure. game against uh, – uh, God, what was the two point? I remember uh, Lincoln, uh, Dallas Lincoln, yeah, Dallas yeah. Lincoln. I mean, yeah. whether it was that game or the yeah. next season when y'all balled out all year and won a district championship, and then were I believe the first Frisco High School to play at AT and T Stadium. Yep, they were. Yep. They definitely were. Be Holmes, you yeah. and I were at that game. Yeah, we went to that game. Yeah. Matter of fact, because I was mad y'all weren't guarding the seam. I still remember that. <laughs> man. That, that guy was killing y'all up the don't seam, Don't even man. get me started, man. Don't even get me started, I, re I remember me and Trey going, cover the seam. <laughs> All I was ripped. there for was for the soundtrack that was playing <laughs> because uh, there were some familiar voices on the music that was yeah. playing, uh, you know, red, black. Yeah, that was, Can though. you handle that? We'll yeah, have to have a whole nother interview, but we right. actually, about over a decade ago, Malcolm hill jay ajay and myself made a uh made an anthem for the high school playoff hey, run and yeah. it, it, it you know dope. it went it frisco dope. platinum i mean hey, I'm, did, you, you gotta give it that it, it can we can't hey, go nowhere man. without hearing it you know what I'm saying? <laughs> man one thing i now i wanted to ask you this though malcolm because you know being part of two percent is a lot but i think one thing and you could speak to this going to the next level is like finding the right fit so correct no, me no, if i'm no. wrong like 
Ali, I, you know, Frisco was kind of a small city at the time when you were coming out of oh, high yeah. school. Cause I was on, so. I'm only a few years older than you because I remember like Nick Slaughter, those guys that started yeah, Liberty. Yeah, 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 they yeah, were freshmen yeah. my junior year. Okay. Um, but so I kind of followed your recruiting story because, you know, it's a big deal if you're getting mm. one athlete. Yeah, yeah. So I think originally you were committed to Oklahoma State. Right. But then you kind of uh, ended up or Rice or what was that? What was your like recruiting yeah, so, thing like and how did you end up at Rice? Nah, it was good, man. Like, like I said, we started to get letters from all over. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I played quarterback. I mean, wasn't really a quarterback, just a guy that was yeah. back there that could run. <laughs> but uh, well, you were also a very intelligent football player. Like that's one I of the mean, things I, appreciate I it, think man. I that appreciate people. It. Well, no, but I'm saying I don't think people know that about you, and I only know that about you not because I'm some guru, but like I know a lot of the people that coached you, sure. and they all For say sure. the same thing was like his football IQ sure. was, was incredibly high, and so. I think that translates now into what you're doing now as a coach, but not to cut you yeah, off, man. but I think that was a, a big part of why you were running the quarterback as well. And then of course, gold yeah, six, me, I mean, it was money. <laughs> hey, that's counter. I'll never forget it. That's <laughs> anyway, right so go ahead, go ahead. Recruiting. <laughs> nah, so recruiting wise, man, uh, Oklahoma state, shout out to Gunnar Brewer, uh, wherever he is, right. I think he's at Louisville. In fact, um, he was recruiting me and Jay, uh, I thought we had a good shot. To, to get offered, um, but they wanted me to play corner. And I remember my dad telling me, he's like, man, if you believe you're a receiver, then, you know, you just go do that, even if it mm-hmm. is at a lower level. And he always told me the Marshall Falk story, like mm-hmm. Marshall Falk turning down these colleges because he wanted to be uh, a running back and he believed himself. So I was like, cool, I'm the next Marshall Falk. I ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere to be DB. Right. And, uh, and he went San Diego State, correct? Yeah, yeah he, he sure did. State. Yep, he yeah. sure did. Okay. Go ahead. And go so ahead. I'm like, okay, I'm the next Marshall Falk. And uh, quite frankly, it didn't end up uh, that way. Mm-hmm. But um, I was, I didn't get off of Bogram State. I was uh, going to commit to Duke. Mm-hmm. I was going to commit to Duke. Uh, it was going to be between them and Rice. I went to uh, a camp out there okay. and shredded it. And I, and I felt good about it, man. And, and Rice kind of came to the table with kind of like the same stuff promised me I could play receiver. I was like, if I could play receiver for you, I'm good. I'll come right now. Right. Family from the H. Uh, shout uh, out to all my people in the H right yeah, now. Yeah. Sunny side. Stand right. up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I was like, okay. I didn't really care where I was going to go. I just wanted to ball. And a couple cats from this area, uh, Dreyfus Jackson, went to Cedar Hill. Yep. Um, kind of teamed up with him. Julius White out of Houston as well. And Jayla mm-hmm. Finner out of there. Man, we just – Decided to link up and try to do something special. In, in so, fact, uh, you said it's Dreyfus Jackson, correct? Yeah, Dreyfus Jackson. Yes. B. Sir. Holmes, you remember you and I went to the Tom Landry Classic. Yep. When he played year. against Allen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Baller. Yeah, Absolute we we were ball. at that game as well, and so um, and and real quick, did you say Oklahoma State didn't offer you or Jay? No way. Jay went from second team all district our junior year to parade all American. And the best that. offer he had at the time was Boise. God. Not anybody from Texas came to pick him up. The man went from 5'9, 170 to about yeah. 60, 200. Come on, wow. man. Come right. on, man. Yeah, I remember that's, that. That was a big leap. No doubt. Like dropping the ball. But, yeah. you know, and that's not even just for me. I mean, come on. I mean, that's, that's progress. <laughs> right. That's, that's progress, right? So. So you have this, I mean, really too, not not to say this any kind of way, but I mean, Rice kind of struck gold with this particular recruiting class. Would you agree? Right. 100%. Um, and I only say that because of what y'all accomplished. Maybe talk about what your recruiting class accomplished while you were at Rice. Kind of where was the program at when y'all all committed? Okay. What happened to it while y'all were there? And then what happened after y'all left? Because I think that's a like pretty, to me, that's a pretty impressive uh, thing that your, your recruiting class was able to yeah. accomplish. Yeah, no doubt. Like we got there. Um, I mean, you always fall in love on recruiting visits They show you mm. the best part of it. And then we kind of <laughs> got in and we remembered that we didn't see the locker room. And we were like, yeah. What is this? Right. <laughs> like y'all ain't show us this locker room. We would have never came here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, like the gear, we ain't get no gear. <laughs> really? No, man. They was they was they was I ain't gonna lie, man. They was kinda they was kinda stingy with the gear at first. But you know, rightfully so. I mean they, I think 
they had won the Texas Bowl in 2008. Um, but they had, like, quality pieces. Uh, Bryce Callahan, sure. who's in the league right now, mm-hmm. um, he's with the Broncos. Uh, Chris Boswell with the with the Steelers. Uh, Vance Couple McDonald. tight ends. Yeah, there. Vance McDonald, Luke yeah. Wilson. Yep. Man, and Phil a corner. Gaines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Phil Gaines, man. Well, he he went like third round, too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fastest, yeah. fastest 40 in the combine. Yeah. Remember yeah. when Adidas was doing that thing where you could yeah, win like yeah, 10,000? Yes. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think yeah. he ended up winning yep. that. Yeah, it was super dope. And Christian Covington, who was with the Cowboys yeah, I remember Christian. Uh, a couple years yep. ago. I met uh, Christian. With the Chargers uh, now. Yeah, I met Christian a couple years ago at a conference. Actually. Yeah. Man, yep. Really good dude, man. So, like I said, had quality pieces. So, I would hate to say we're just our class, but I think our class brought a. A different swag to to Rice. Mm. Um, we thought we were going to do something different. Um, we felt like we had the pieces to do so, and we were just a bunch of guys that got together trying to do something different. And so, um, sophomore year, we end up kind of getting into some some roles where we were starting and can put our imprint on the team. Mm-hmm. I think we end up going to be honest, probably like. We barely made the ball game, I tell you. Right, 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 right. right, right. <laughs> we barely made the ball. We, yeah. was in, uh, we played in the Armed Forces ball against the Air Force. Okay. okay. And uh, Jordan Taylor, man, another one I can't forget about, went mm. off on this cat. I was like, oh, my God, I feel bad for the dude, man. You know, <laughs> dude playing for the Air Force, he's doing things right for the country. <laughs> and this dude is getting, he's getting his head snatched on, you know. <laughs> I'm like, hey, JT. But, uh, nah, man, so after that, he's like, okay, we can do this. Like mm. we're meant to be here. Uh so after going four and eight freshman year, and then um like I said, I think we were probably in the like six, you were bowl six, eligible. Yeah, bowl eligible, like six bowl or six eligible. maybe. And then um uh junior year, man, it really just kind of took off. Mm. Uh this is like when we're all primed, you kinda know what college is about mm-hmm. and uh you kinda lock in. Like you got aspirations for the league, so everybody knows junior year of high school, junior year of college is the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to put good tape out. And so I felt like, man, we just knew what it was. And we ended up just balling. Um, not really looking back. Conference kind of played into our favor. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of the story of how we get to playing like some top teams. Well, and, hold on. Uh, let me let me, uh, let me me interrupt <laughs> you here. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I want to start at the beginning. Are we talking about the 2013 season, right? Is the That yeah, was the, the year y'all won the conference championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. first and conference I mean, in that, championship in 53 years. I was about to say, I mean, that's that had to be – I was literally about to say that had to have been the first conference championship in 50 years. So, but you know that it was 53? 53. God. Okay, so to start that season, I'm just going to play a little audio here real quick. <laughs> so if you're, if you're listening at home, I'll drop this audio in here. If you're watching the YouTube – I'm sure uh, our guru here, B. Holmes, can 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 drop the clip in. But I just want to see Malcolm. Like, do you remember <laughs> what I'm about to play for you? Back here at uh, Kyle Field, where Johnny Manziel just took a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. He was in the face of two Rice defensive players uh, after throwing the touchdown pass. Darian Pollard and Malcolm Hill. They listened to him for a while, didn't say anything back. The referees came up and heard it as Manziel went back and the flag was thrown. Kevin Sumlin ran down the sidelines, ran right up in his grill and said, God dang it, that's the stupidest thing I've heard in my life. And he pulled Manziel back to the sidelines. Okay, okay. Do you remember that, Malcolm? Man, vividly, man. I am, and more importantly, just the Kevin Sumlin thing. Like, that oh, Coach Sumlin. Right yeah, yeah that's, that's the funniest thing ever. I, and I, I, I remember I, that I game. I can't believe this. This is the stupid. I'm like, I'm watching it, man. Like, right. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, what I would like to know, Malcolm, is because you see it on, like, if you were just watching the video and if you were just listening, basically you see Manziel just chirping. Yeah. At Malcolm, yeah. who is number two, if you're watching the video, yeah, and then yeah. his teammate. And like the dude said, kind of just tried to brush him off, like not even like, – wasn't like y'all were starting anything. But yeah, he right. said something because then you walked towards him, put your hands up, and then he walked the other way. Now, yeah. I, look, I, I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> say hey, what Matt, was Matt, really look, happening look. or not happening, but if someone puts their hands up and the other person walks the other way – I'm just curious, 
what what kind of I've never heard this story. So what yeah. what happened in that interaction? I'm, and then I'm obviously what was what was popping, Malcolm. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep <laughs> right, it hundred right. with you. Hey, I'm like when I saw that, I was like, oh dog, man. Someone said slick. Yeah, nah. We we yeah, gotta yeah, correct yeah. that. We gotta correct nah, for that. sure, for sure. I definitely should have grabbed Johnny's face mask and got me a couple <laughs> followers on Twitter. So. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nah, but you know he was getting trolled all game. Suspended for the first half. Right, right. Yeah, so just quick backstory, man. So I think, uh, in fact, I think we might have been down by three. Okay. Uh, it was a close game. game. Was it was man, a really close, close game, game in the first half. And so we like, yo, let's – we in Kyle Field, it's crazy. Like, we just balling. I mean, of course, dude is not there. So right. um, keeping the game close, keeping it manageable. And I was like, all right, so we're going to have a chance to win this. And I'll never forget, I think his name, uh, number 84, Malcolm Kennedy. Okay. He uh, he's like, hey, it's over, and I'm like, it's over, like, the, and they were getting like really excited about the fact that the second half was coming, and I'm like, I mean, okay, man, I get it, like, but I ain't never seen anybody this excited about the second half, like, we bought the lead of field come back. I'm like, okay, so here we go, yeah, come out to the field, and like, we know that Johnny's about to just come out and then. Crowd's gonna go wild. Right. Does his little little oh, money yeah. joint. Right. And oh, yeah. literally, I couldn't hear anything. God. It was so loud. Like it was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. So the 12th man is real. Oh. I thought it was 24. Honestly, <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. Now yeah. it may not be real now because you see what happened uh <laughs> today. But uh, <laughs> I mean there's stuff out there. Right. But, uh, Man, it was it was going crazy, man. And just to see this cat and the energy and the effort that these other receivers and how the linemen were blocking, mm. I've never seen it. And I all respect to Johnny. Dude is probably one of the coldest. I yeah. thought he should be doing what Kyler Murray is doing right now in the league. Um, man. But, you know, whatever it is, whatever you're going through. Right, 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 I mean, right. But dude, right. As, a, as a quarterback in college, Baller. Could you imagine what we be doing right now with this whole NIL deal and stuff like oh that? Oh, my gosh. He would have been be Well, he wouldn't have been suspended for the first half of that game. <laughs> no, right. Never, man. The dude <laughs> was on – his feet were on wood uh, mm. in the finals games. Come on, man. He yeah, chilling with, exactly. He chilling with LeBron, and I'm that's supposed to be me. Right. <laughs> you know, that's supposed to be. Yeah. But, nah, man. So, uh, they just scored. Mike Evans just scored. I felt like it was illegal. Uh, it ran like a little – It was a little, little bit little of a rub, play. right? Yeah, uh, a little pick yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Kind of miscommunicated on it, and uh, I think Mike Evans had said something I'm like, "Get your, you know, whatever. Get on, Mike. Whatever. Like you, you supposed to do this, bro." Right. And then, uh, right, right. of course, Johnny gonna come to the rescue, and he say a couple of, like choice words that I probably don't need to say on here, but sure, it's like, sure. You want, you want yeah. suck. I'm like, okay, and he said no some other things, and I was like, okay. Um, I don't know who you think you are, but uh, blase, blase. Sure, and uh, right. you can get these, basically you can get these hands right now. And That's what it like, looked like right, was right. was happening. Because at the end of the day, like this football stuff is cool, man. But you're not finna disrespect my guy, and you you ain't finna disrespect me. Right. I get that you good and you can be good and do all that, but uh, come on, bro, come on. Yeah. Man. And then. Like I said, he had a choice word, and that's why uh, Sumlin was like, this is the stupidest. I'm like, yeah, get your boy, man. Get him out of here. Right. Needless to say, Johnny came in, smacked us around, and then dipped. <laughs> hey, man. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like I mentioned earlier. You had this unique experience as a player that played against oh, yeah. Johnny Menzel, which, I mean, that that's – that's not something you can get from a scout or something you can get from. Right. I mean, like that's coming from a dude who played against him, not who literally close, saw man. the players, the teammates of this guy Crazy. come out on a whole nother level. So my question is, because you also, it's like you started the season against Johnny and you ended the season against Dak Prescott. And Mississippi and so, State at the time, right? Yes, in the bowl game. Yep. And it was actually Dak's first season where he took over for uh, the guy who got injured early that season. So it was his first year as a starter. Yeah. But a lot of people kind of thought that Johnny, and you kind of even just alluded to this, Malcolm, yeah. would be yeah, kind yeah. of having the career Dak's having right now. And then that Dak would 
have more of a career that kind of looked like what Johnny's ended up being. Not not for the same reasons, but just, yeah, you know, you're a fourth sure. round pick. There's not this high yeah. expectation. You don't expect right. a fourth round pick to be a $40 million quarterback, yeah, you know, no five, no six no years later. So my question is, with that same insight you kind of just put on with Johnny Menzel, was there anything like that with Dak? I mean, did you have, were there any moments where you were like, okay, this this dude might might be something or was it just kind of like uh, i mean really when he took off it kind of surprised me uh i think like a little bit of both and okay. I, i'll be lying to you if i said i thought he was gonna be what he is because i feel like right now Dak prescott is probably one of the better quarterbacks in the nfl and he's getting better each year like he's mm-hmm. noticeably getting better not just yes. as a leader but as a ball player and you can mm-hmm. tell he's um, on a different of, level this year yeah man yeah, some of the throws he's making um like he he wasn't making a couple years ago, decision wise as well. Um, but he's he's noticeably improving. Um, but I knew Dak was going to be good when uh, he was bigger than all of our uh, D linemen. And so uh, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like who is this bald head dude? Like if you're choosing to go bald, I know you going I know you good. <laughs> Man is bald by choice, right? And so. Uh, uh, it was one time, like, of course, man, we are getting just whacked, bro. Like, okay, I think early on it was close. Uh, I had a chance right. to pick him off. Oh, crazy! Let it get into the body. Oh, dropped a pick. <laughs> no wonder they left me on defense. I'm about to say, well, Malcolm, maybe that's why <laughs> the receiver <laughs> thing ain't working out. Why they say you gotta go to DB, bro? Yeah, and it's why you over here, man. But nah, man, he's like, it's a big. This is a big dude, and I think at this time, Dak is like. Like two forty, man, and I, and I, I, I can't make this up, man. Like his he calves is, are like the size of your head, dude. He is a monster, and just yeah. to, to see this dude running at you, I'm like, yo, like what do I do? <laughs> this dude about to run through my soul, <laughs> and so me and my roommate, uh, my roommate's name was Jalen Finner, man. We, okay, uh, he coaches at uh, Texas A&M Commerce with uh, Coach David Bailiff, man. Okay. Uh, for, so, your head coach at Rice, yeah, correct? Yeah, head coach. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. And we're about to tackle this dude. I'm like, yeah, we're about to tackle Dak Prescott, man. And he puts his shoulder, and we both go backwards. He ain't <laughs> keep going. But, I mean, like, just the – like, this dude is big, man. And they yeah. had cats on the team. Uh, Dylan Day, Gabe yeah. Jackson, like, yeah. Perkins, uh, Fred Ross. I mean, like – Oh, yeah. They weren't a slouch. Was that the yeah, Tyler John nah, Tyler, right? Fred, yeah, yeah, Fred yeah, Ross, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, like, like I said, you know, you have bowl games and you have all the festivities. Our sure. biggest lineman was eating. We had a barbecue competition, and Gabe Jackson is looking at this dude while the time is starting. And my dude Matt Simonette, he eating away and he going hard. And Gabe Jackson just takes them slabs of ribs and just. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't ever believe we're gonna lose, but it's gonna be tough. Right, it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be tough. But yeah, man, Dak, man, just as a leader, quiet cat, man, never really talked a lot of trash, but yeah, uh, just a tough nose football player. Yeah, right. and like I said, man, he was like when he started, like he was more, much more of a runner than a passer. But he he had a little bit on his arm. But yeah, and I couldn't imagine playing Dak Prescott now. Uh, oh, if he was a man, he would have been, he would have been incredible. So yeah, playing him, man, Johnny, it's crazy. B Holmes, so, you got anything? Cause I got another, if, uh, oh, no, I want to get, okay. So before I kind of get you into talking about what you got going now, okay. what's just, I mean, you just gave us two, like just gold content with the Johnny and with the dad, oh, but man. Now let's get off of them, right? Obviously, those yeah. are names that everybody's heard of and yeah, people know. For sure. for sure. What's your favorite college football rice story to tell? Like, what what about Malcolm? Like, about you? Like, what's your favorite from your playing days at Rice? And let me even take it a step further. Maybe, maybe you take it back to high school. What's your favorite playing day story? Whether it was some on the field, in the locker room, practice whatever oh, tell me man. what's what's your favorite memory from your playing days man i got I mean you know you got a few in the locker room to be Absolutely. honest the locker room is incredible um mm. you know when coaches tell you like you'll forget 
you know, the games. Now, I ain't forgetting a lot of games. I, I have forgotten a lot of games, but, you know, certain games you don't ever forget. Right. There's locker room instances, man, that that are too good for video, man. That you just, yeah. <laughs> man, they're just so good. But we are in the, we're in the locker room. I think it's, uh, get a little rain delay or whatever, and we okay. just start having a, you know, crumping back then. Was like, okay, this, is this, this high school or college? Uh, this is college. This is college. okay, college. I give you a high school one in a second, and then uh, <clears throat> where are y'all playing at now? Hold on, set the. We like, are. No, this is this is practice. This is in fact. Okay, this is yeah, I got you. This okay, practice, practice. Man. And so uh, we talking about practice. Okay. We talking about practice. <laughs> okay, all right. And so you know, we I'm always up to something in the locker room. Got the music going. We trying to either rap battle, but you know, we just having different battles, man. Dance battles, which is funny, making people <laughs> dance who don't want to dance, man. Right. But uh, you know, I I give you one. This is this is actually pretty good. So I had this thing called What It Do Right for You. Okay, and uh, it was like a little webisode on like uh, YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Things. Okay. What it do, Rice? You. Yeah. And so Rice, it wasn't like the the funnest campus. So me okay. and my roommates tried to make it fun, and we just <laughs> right. go around shooting different videos and content. Study hall. Mm. Uh, we go out to eat and things like that. Man, it was just hilarious. Just how we could just make something out of nothing. It's not right. like we did anything crazy, but right, right. Just trying to make the life of college. Uh, Come to life. Yeah, basically come to life, man. So my boy Dreyfus, he orders pizza with a Burger King mask on. (laughs) And we just talking trash (laughs) to the pizza man. That's crazy. We're just, you know, just trying to get a laugh. We're telling people to stop at stop signs and they just keep rolling through. You know, just just patrol, just kid stuff. And then Coach Baylor, uh, you know, that's my guy. But uh, we we, we beat Kansas. Okay. Now I know I'm beating Kansas now. Hey, it's, it's a power five victory. That's a power you know five victory, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. That. It is. Yeah. You know, but we beat Kansas and everybody's going crazy in the locker room. I think Chris made a field goal. Yeah. And like his guy, his SID, sports information director, is filming. Like in the locker room, what's going crazy? And I get a call in, like, hey, are you filming in the locker room? Uh if if you are, you need to take that down. All that all that right shoe stuff, we're done with that. I said, Coach, that ain't me. That ain't me. <laughs> and so uh, he does his own investigating, finds out his own guy. He said, Oh, regardless, I need to, I need you to take that down. Oh, I need you to take that down, Malcolm. You know I said, man, he didn't cost me so much money, man. Well, I was <laughs> just thinking though, y'all were on the front end of this whole content right. creating and, wave yeah, because man. I mean, Rice U, what it do, Rice U could have been exactly. putting on pay-per-view right. fights on Showtime right. with <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and doing yeah, all that know, kind so, of stuff, right. man. Yeah, he, owed, he owed me a couple checks. All yeah, right. Well, uh, you said you had a high school one for us. Oh, man, high school. And then I we'll get we'll get to kind of wrap this up. It, it had to be uh, playing Dallas Lincoln, man. Uh, it's crazy you say that. Cause me and my wife story. Just, me and my wife are just talking about that. It's the second... Mm. It's the second round of the playoffs, and like we have no business being there. Like we were the fourth, I think we're the fourth team in the district. We ended up beating a good Rockwell Heath team the week before, and we playing Dallas Lincoln, and it's like forty two to forty two, and we're going back and forth in overtime. We mm-hmm. score, uh, they score, and me and Jay are going ridiculous in this yes. game. Yes, this like, is going year, right? Yeah, the junior year. year yeah. Like we, we're going ridiculous, man. And uh, end up scoring a touchdown. And Coach Z was like, hey, we're going for two. And I'm like, mm. we're going for two? And he said, if you don't get in, you don't deserve to win. And I'm like, sure, all right. I'm like, well, who getting the ball? And he said, Jay getting the ball. I said, shoot, that's cool with me. Let's roll. <laughs> and so, you know, as a receiver, I ain't never plied myself on blocking or anything. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw my little block in there. So. But, uh, you know, he ran a little outside zone play, man, and it was it was surreal. Like when he like when he scored, like man, like what are we doing? Like, mm. what, like we're here, like this is like you know a moment in time. But like that yeah. moment is like something I'll never get, man. Him scoring and running around and people just chasing him, and like and I'm like, where do I go? What are we doing? Right. Like we taking a picture <laughs> with the gold ball and yeah, uh, the funniest picture, man, of one of the players. He looked like Gucci, man. That's why I was. I was funny. He was crying on the sideline. I was like, man, we crying tears of joy. He crying tears of, mm. you know, of sadness right. and sorrow. But, man, that's high school ball, man. And yeah. You, you know what is. I really remember about that 
that moment, that game more than anything, just being a, you know, a Frisco kid myself, yeah. I graduated Frisco high before there were, you know, even a, a second <laughs> middle, a second high school in town. No, no. But when Frisco, like in, and then in my district, when I was at Frisco high, we were in there with like Denton Ryan, when they had like James battle and Jarvis Moss and Derek Ooh. Loki. I mean, we're oh, talking no, NFL yeah, players, yeah. you know, Denton high had Anthony Aldridge and uh, yeah, Herman yeah. Moore who went and yeah, played at yeah, LSU, yeah, yeah. you know? So it was kind of like playoffs, you know, playoffs, right. <laughs> playoffs, <laughs> playoffs, right? Like, right. So then, then this new wave, um, just, of growth comes in and Frisco has more schools mm -hmm. and now they're getting into the playoffs and they, they're, they're competing a lot more at that. It was five, a, it was four a at the time, but it's the equivalent yeah. to what five a is now. For sure. But there was always kind of this knock on, well, everything spread so thin in Frisco that no one's going to get out of the second round. You know, right. no one's going to get out of the second round. Exactly. And it really felt like, y'all's team that year sort of broke through that mold because oh, yeah, I think that. it was y'all in another there was another team that uh it was either that year or the next year kind of y'all made a run together but it seemed like that Liberty team was really the squad that like showed the rest of Frisco like no we can oh, we yeah. can go further than just the first or second round yeah, and then y'all's next year when y'all just dominated everybody went right. to Cowboy Stadium. And then I look now yeah. at teams like Lone Star, who went to the state championship. Nick right. Bolton, who's playing for the Chiefs right. now, right. you know, taking right. a pick six to the house against yeah, Lancaster. Sure. I mean, like, I look at what the schools in Frisco are doing now, and it all, to me, comes back to that moment right. against Lincoln. And, like, that's – I mean, I'm get, I get a little chill just right. saying right. that because, right. that was you know, game, not man. to sound over dramatic, but it really did, like, to me, like, reset the trajectory for – for sports in that district. And now you look at what's happening and it's just, I mean, it's, it's a powerhouse. You coach there and I mean, it's yeah. just a, it's, just, man, it's, it's crazy, a factory. Man. It's like, a monster. I remember that. Cause I remember like, that was the knock on Frisco. We can never get past the second round. Um, mm -hmm. like, um, and I'm, I'm going to just be honest, like, man, I'm a little bitter. You guys went to Liberty cause y'all were all supposed to be a centennial. Yep. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but y'all were, we all also, cause I remember that cause that was my year. Yeah. Um, I remember when I, you guys had Coach McBride first, if I'm correct. Yep, yep, yep. And Shout he came in and gave it. And I told Trey this. We talked about this. I remember him coming. So I, I don't know how far back you are behind these guys, like Nick Slaughter, uh, Jamarian yep. Grant, yeah, uh, Corvellis yeah. Cage, yeah, Corvellis all those guys. Cage, yeah. So I remember two years, two years, yeah, I, re yep. I remember Coach McBride <clears throat> coming in, and they separate us in the, in the indoor. Like, hey, these new guys, you guys are going to go to Liberty. Centennial guys, you're staying here. And I remember hearing Coach McBride give this speech, and I was like, how do I transfer to Liberty? This is <laughs> this is this is where I want to play, man. Yeah, man. Um, so I, I'm a little salty. Like, even though y'all were winning, I was like, "Dang, all them cats supposed to be at Centennial, man." Yeah, you know. <laughs> but doubt, it, man. it really did change the mold, man. I think, like, so you know, how does that feel when you look at it? Like, really, what you did really changed the trajectory of how our city mm. is viewed. Because of forever, you know, we always had the knock: we're the suburban kids. We can't we yeah, can't compete no with doubt. the athletic. Kids. All we the Trey Smiths. Dallas, you know, <laughs> um, and now all of a sudden it's like, man, Frisco, we win. We win. So how did that feel yeah. to kind of that's your legacy that you kind of left behind? No, nah, I mean, nah, I mean, you know, I never really thought about it like that, man. But when you put it in perspective, man, it's obviously it feels good. But, um, you know, you just got to shout out to, to, to Frisco to being open to like the whole mode of Frisco is to try to give opportunity to to everybody. And so that, you know, it's kind of like the blessing and the curse, right? Mm -hmm. um, you can get so good and then they open another school and they cut you. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we caught it and that's the whole thing. You got to catch it while it's there. It's almost yeah. like you better take advantage of the moment because in two or three years, you're going to be at another school. Mm. Uh, and then half of your team is going to be gone. But man, like I think what really helped and people like seeming to forget is when Katrina happened, Yes. We got a lot of, lot of different movements from New Orleans, man. Like, mm. like it really showed us, like, uh, you know, other people out there, like, they ball too. Yeah. And uh, it gave us, like, as black kids in the, in the suburbs, like, mm. we don't have to act like something that we not because these mm. dudes come from a totally different background. And they actually live, you know, a life that we see 
like on TV. And, and you know, some of us have to experience certain things, but I'll never forget Tori Smith said, hey, man, you don't want to live that life. Right. Mm-hmm. Said, don't do that. You do not want to do that. And I was like, you got to tell me twice. Right. I'm good, bro. <laughs> right, like, right. I'm good. Like, stop acting like something that you're not. Just be who you are. And so that was kind of like our whole thing. Be who you are. Don't try to be anybody else. And it worked out for us, man. Well, you you couldn't have set this transition up more perfect with how you finished that answer. Because now we talked about Malcolm Hill, the football player. All right. Now I want to talk about, I want you to talk about Malcolm Hill, the man, okay. Malcolm Hill, the husband, Malcolm yeah, Hill, yeah, the yeah. father, Malcolm Hill, the coach, Malcolm Hill, the realtor. I mean, I could keep going. <laughs> Malcolm Hill, just the... <laughs> M Hill, the thrill, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell us, tell us about, you know, what's your platform now? What's your cause? Who are you? What what message do you want to put out there to people that maybe they knew you as a Rice defensive back? Maybe yeah, they remember that. you as one of those kids at Liberty that was dominating 10 years ago on the football field. Maybe yeah. they remember you as the dude that got the personal foul called on Johnny Manziel. You get what I'm saying though? Like different people listening to this may connect some dots somewhere along those lines, but now the platform's yours. The mic is in your hands. Who are you? What's your cause? What's your why? What drives you? Like, I just want you to take a couple minutes to just speak to some of those things that you value and that are important to you. And uh, man, you wear so many hats now as, as a man and as a, as a, from a personal perspective and a professional perspective and, Tell us about it. Nah, for sure, man. Well, first of all, like I said, man, I'll go to God, man. I can't, there's no way I can sit here and just uh, tell you I've done it by myself. I got mm-hmm. a phenomenal wife uh, who also is a coach. Uh, she's a head coach at Argyle High School. And, uh, you know, if anybody knows when you coaching in the same season, it's a lot of communication that, is, that has mm-hmm. to happen. And then mm-hmm. we got two two young kids. Got a two-year-old daughter, Ava Joy. Mm-hmm. And, uh a uh, six month, about to be seven month old, uh, Kingston James. Shout out to LeBron. Yeah. So, you know, or, <laughs> you know, like we say, King James version. Mm-hmm. But, you know, either way you want to spin it. Um, we got two kids, man. And um, this season, to be honest, has been incredible. Um, mm. Offense coordinator at Reedy High School. Um, so, like I said, God is moving and mm. I'm just thankful. Uh, but, Reedy High that, School, for those who don't know, listening, Frisco. is a Frisco high school. Oh, yeah. So, you said OC? Is that what you just said? Yes, sir. Yes, okay, sir. so a former all-district athlete at another Frisco high school went on to play at the collegiate level, is now back as an offensive coordinator at one of the campuses on the other side of town. So no doubt. Go, keep going, no though, doubt. not to cut yeah, you off. But. Nah, all good, all good. I love the kids there, man. It's, like I said, it's just the opportunity. Wear so mm-hmm. many hats, try to do so many things. But um, how I live, kind of live my life, it's like uh, quicksand. It's not, a, mm. it's not what you see, it's how you see it. Mm, and so, uh, quite frankly, um, there's a lot of things that we go through, a lot of things that we do in life. And so, um, it's not, it's not like I said, it's, it's, it's not how you see it, it's, it's, it's what you, it's not what you see, it's how you see it. That's mm. it, right? Yes. It's not right. what you see, it's how you see it. how you see it, it. yes. Yeah, it's not what you see, it's how you Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. And uh, so, how I see it, man, uh, whatever comes, whatever rolls, I'm going to go with it. Uh, yeah. Me and my wife, like I said, I met my wife. I think we started dating two weeks, got engaged in two months, married in 11 months, been mm. together for three or four years. Like, mm. I'm just, like I said, the way that I set my life up is, man, let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go. Yeah. We'll make it work. You know, God God has a has a crazy way of, of answering prayers. And when he answers prayers, like, we have a crazy way of asking, like, is this for real? Yes. <laughs> now nah, you've been praying for it, so here yeah. it is. So just uh, pick it up and answer it. So, um but man, like I said, I cannot complain about what's going on. Like a mm-hmm. lovely family. I coach incredible kids, man, at Reedy. Um, I love the game of football. Would love to give back to these kids and give them something I didn't have in high school. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't have a, a great high school experience, but, you know, we can always make it better. And yeah, so absolutely. I want to inspire somebody um, to want to coach, um, mm-hmm. especially on the west side of Frisco. It's a little, uh, a little bit more money over there, and I want them to just to see, like, man, like, no matter where you come from, no matter where you at, appreciate. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Appreciate the moments. I don't. Mm. I don't ever let them forget about what they have and, and where they are. Um, so, 
Um, outside of doing that, man, I do. I just got into real estate a little over a year ago. You um, better speak on it, man. Look, if you need a house, holla at your boy. <laughs> Rent, lease. Yeah, where <laughs> nah, can they man. find you, man? How can they find you if they want a house? Ah, man, you can look me up. I work for uh, Keller Williams, Frisco Stars. Uh, okay. Just Google me. Hopefully, you find something good outside. Yeah, no doubt. And I just, like I said, I email. I'm free. Um, I try to, you know, maintain football when it's football and on the weekends, do mm-hmm. a little real estate. Um, so, you know what we'll be, do on that help. tip, B Holmes? We'll go ahead and we'll we'll uh, sponsor our true minute drill. Yeah. Uh, with Malcolm, you can send us like whatever info, and we can we can just we can plug it all on that. Um, so that gives people a reason to go listen to our true minute drill, but we yep. will make yeah, sure yeah. that it's sponsored by, uh, Malcolm Hill, uh, Malcolm, let me just tell you something, because obviously as we continue to build this podcast and get guests on, and it'll probably be more of a 15, 30 minute window. And, and, you know, you kind of just get a brief glimpse into that person and, and people who don't know you, that's pretty much what they got. But as someone who's known you, gosh, it, I mean, we go way back because nah, I remember when I was when I was a you know struggling little poor man's youth pastor and you were a <laughs> yeah. middle school athlete man. in Frisco, Texas. You know that was when we first connected, and then yeah, you know them ice whites look like it. Th- that's right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you better tell them. You better man. tell them. Yeah, they just don't know. They don't know crazy, Frisco. Baby. Just just Come ask on, about man. me. Ask crazy, about me. Baby. But anyways. Um, <laughs> And then like our journeys would kind of come kind of kind of reconnect as we yeah. got down the line, whether it was with, you know, we did the song for Liberty and then we for ended sure. up working together. Yeah, reading. And so together, awesome. um, if I had to describe you in one word, OK, and I feel like this whole interview just encapsulated this one word of who you are. Is anointed. And so I just want to encourage you as someone who joined our show as a guest to continue to walk in that, because I feel like that even though your football career is over, just hearing you speak about the things that you got going on now, like God is only getting started with what he's going to do in and through Malcolm Hill's life. And so that was impressed on me to share with you. That's what I believe about you. I've always felt that way about you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think anyone who's worked with you, coached you, been coached by you, been in your sphere of influence in any kind of way, could not disagree with the fact that you are an anointed man and and you carry a different spirit about you. And so I know I've been inspired uh, and I hope that our listeners have been inspired. And I got one last thing is, yes, you were a special guest, but we are going to get you back on in basketball season. Okay. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Because I I also just going to put a teaser out there. Malcolm and I had an argument about six years ago about who would have the better NBA career between Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox. And he doesn't want to admit that he was wrong, but we're going to (laughs) revisit that when we we get to basketball season. So so De'Aaron Fox's career is not better. Bro. I said De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> no, look, we're man, not getting into it right now. We're but, not even putting that on. We're not even putting on wax, man. We we gotta we gotta we gotta make sure that that's, that's valid though. Because I I don't. Trace I don't has recall, receipts, I'll go back through the Trace text. He got receipts. I don't, I don't I'll, recall I'll that. I'll go back through the text. I also have a witness, Brady oh, Stone. If you're see, listening, Brady, he's not a he's not a valid witness. He, he is a valid also, witness because his his judgment in uh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to get into that, but I know yeah. where you're going. I know where you're going. We don't want to throw any kids under the bus, but no, I know no, where you're going. I'm not saying no shit, man. You know that. You know that. <laughs> okay. Be home, okay. Man. Get All your right. boy, man. That's it. Time out. Time out. I'm calling a technical, calling timeout. So, B. Holmes, you got anything? No, man. I just want to say thank you, bro. Um, and nah, it's man, been, it's been great y'all. to see your growth. It's been great to see who you've become. It's as Trey's kind of had these interwoven moments with you, I've kind of watched you from afar, um, you know, and it's been, it's been cool to see your trajectory, man. Like, you Mm. know, coming through the ranks, as we all know, like Frisco, though it's big now, it used to be small. So like names kind of flutter through, man, and you kind of keep it. Well, I mean, hopefully this doesn't sound creepy. I've kind of kept tabs on you through the years. Like every now and I'm like, Oh, I wonder what happened to Malcolm Hill. I I wonder what happened to Malcolm Hill. I wonder and like every time I kind of pop in and check on you, it's like, wow, man, okay, dude, he he beat the odds, you know. Mm, and yeah. um, I was having this conversation with a friend the other day, 
And my mentor said it to me like this. He goes, I remember I was right before I turned 30 and I was kind of processing some things. And he goes, you know, 98% of people don't live their dreams, but the 2% yeah. does. Um, but it takes a special kind of person to get those 2%. It doesn't mean you're talented, that you're the most talented, the most gifted, but you're the one that's relentless. You're always pursuing sure. to be better. You're always pursuing greatness. And um, right. from afar, man, I can say I see those things in you, man. You don't get to where you are and accomplish the things you accomplish without making those things happen and kind of having that relentless approach. And so, mm, man, it's just sure. really cool like to have this, for me, full circle moment from somebody I've been watching probably since you were in middle school. Um, and right, to now right. say, well, you know, because when you're in middle school and like I'm, I think I'm in high school where I go to college, like yep, yep, the yep. age gap looks huge, you know. For and sure. then as you come an adult, you're like, well, our age gap oh, isn't that big. It's not that big. But to watch the growth, the development, man, the in how you even handled influence at such a young age. Um, because if sure. people don't know, if you play high school football in Texas and you demand, it's like playing for an NFL team. Like you have no, a no lot doubt, of influence no and doubt. watching you handle that and who you become, man. It's kudos to you, bro. Like this is this for me is a really cool interview to kind of see this no, and no doubt, um no been quiet in it because I've been kind of basking in the like. Man, nah, this, is, nah. this is really awesome to see, man. So, nah, man, yeah. thank you for joining us, man. I always appreciate it. And, man, looking forward to getting you on in basketball season because oh, yeah, I need to hear sure. some of this argument. <laughs> hey, look, I'm ready to argue with anybody. And, and listen, let's, oh, let's we not, know. Let's, <laughs> I know. Let's, let's not let's not make sure that uh, you got to keep you gotta keep Trey under uh, under your watch, man. It's doing <laughs> He come with some falsified information, man. No. I don't really know, dog. But, yeah, man, yeah. anytime. Man, I really appreciate y'all, man. I love what y'all doing. Like I said, when, when Trey hit me up, I said, oh, it's, it's no doubt. Anytime Trey hit me up, it's no doubt. But, uh, but yeah, just the fact that y'all just decided to get it started. And and that's kind of like I said, man, just too busy saying no to yourself. Uh, but when you say yes, man, a lot of things can, can awesome. come about. Absolutely. So y'all keep growing, man. It's dope. Appreciate it. College, college football. I love March Madness, man, I love college.